Yeah, they signed a fine. Okay. Stop worrying. Worry. That's my job. No, it's not. One of us has got to worry. You're the calm one of the two of us. No, it's it, you all just got to let it happen, man. That's what I told my last girlfriend. Uh, I'm not touching that one. She also That's said also that. what she said. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm Brandon. <laughs> Did you like not know that you were going to have to say your name? I was changing positions and looking at an email that says dementia warning, which I believe it. Oh, that may not be a coincidence. <laughs> I'm not saying that it isn't. Somewhere in the multiverse. Right. <laughs> but is it this one? It's a multiverse of madness. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? I did. I did. Okay, so did I. What were your thoughts? Oh, we're just jumping right into it. We are. Um, so Silly audience. Segways are for kids. I know. So I, I really wanted to love it. Like, um, So I don't know if that was the best way to walk into any movie, but I don't know if you can walk into things that are not that, and like Marvel anymore. You know, you can't go, well... Yeah, because they've set the bar low and high at the same time. Like you've got Avengers Endgame, Iron Man, you know, their first film. And then you've got movies that, you know, just kind of like Eternals you didn't like, Black Widow I was not a huge fan of. Mm -hmm. And then there's always Thor Dark World that (laughs) that kind of goes, well, at least it's not that. And it wasn't that. See, Um, I'm of the minority that I think that there are worse films in Dark World. Which one? I think that Dark World has some parts in it that are really good. Uh, which ones? Iron Man three. Um, See, I it was it was fine. There was nothing wrong with. I that. think Eternals I mean, I, is worse than Dark World. I think See, the thing about Dark World is is that Dark World did not work as a popcorn film, and that's all it should have been. I can't imagine what that it would have been directed like by Patty Jenkins. That was originally supposed to be Patty Jenkins' jam. Yeah. And that would have been cool. Um, you know, I know you weren't a huge fan of Wonder Woman 84, but um, I, I like her, what she does. No, I think um, I think Wonder Woman 84 was an issue with the studio. And like... You think? Well, there a large part of that problem is the script. But I think that there are... There were pressures on her to change or retcon things into the Wonder Woman mythos where it was like, it's already been established that she has not been interfering with people since world war one, except for this time in the eighties. What is going on behind you? That's the rain. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought you were having construction work done. No. So I have a, um, yeah, listen, um, I have I have a skylight in the studio that is plastic, and so whenever rain hits it, it does that. 
I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's this th- now this is ASMR. Is that what's <laughs> AS- And now the gentle sounds of the rain. You're walking through a forest. So I um, I also I like Doctor Strange too, but I had yeah. lots of issues with it. Tons of issues. Like I loved it and I hated it and I wanted <laughs> to just do one of those things. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, when you say multiverse of madness, I expect two hours of jumping between dimensions and jumping between universes. And you got that for like a really fast second before it went into a specific different universe. And that was in the trailer. Yeah. And so like, not that they're not that they need to fulfill every single um, fanboy expectation, which some of it was definitely fanboy leaning into like fan casting and shit like that. Yeah. But I expected more cameos or I expected at least to see more of the people that we knew in different situations. Yeah. Like I, I, I appreciate that they had now spoiler warning moving forward. I don't, I, you know, just to make sure, uh, but, um, I thought that, okay, so we'll, we'll start with the multiverse, uh, and cameos, uh, Captain Carter, I thought was cool. Right. Um, but, but if you're going to put her in there, she's not exactly a, did that, um, yeah. she's not exactly a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a quiet character. And so she's not stoic, you know, Steve and, and Peggy are not stoic people. Right. And so the way that you had it framed, you have this new character in there and, 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 uh, John Krasinski's cap, uh, Captain Fantastic, which <laughs> by the way, was originally played by Elton John in the seventies. Um, um, but Mr. Fantastic. And, and so you're trying to introduce that new character, trying to basically pay uh, credit, pay credit. I don't know. That, that's fucked up. Uh, you're trying to basically acknowledge what had come before with Mordor, Mor- Mordo, 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 yeah. Baron von Mordo. Uh, and then these characters that had already existed on some plane or another, like were just kind of shoved into the background. Like I understand that Black Bolt isn't going to be verbose for obvious reasons. Right. But, but I expected Peggy to actually like talk. Yeah. It, and for a movie that was um, definitely, changed and held back because of the pandemic it seems like the marvel thing of making it better in the cut didn't happen like or was pared way down for some reason and look i love bruce campbell i've been a big bruce campbell fan since i was a teenager but did i need him punching himself in the face in a marvel film i don't know yeah I think it was it. The great thing about Sam Raimi is he was Sam Raimi, and the worst thing about Sam Raimi was Sam Raimi in those moments. It's definitely Sam Raimi. It there's definitely things that you look nice at. It's kind of nice to see it. that film. Well, yeah, and like like um, I went to the theater with uh, my friend Scott to see it, and he leaned over at one point and went, "This is super Sam Raimi," and I said, "And yeah, and I don't yeah. know how to feel about it yet because you're mixing a." the Marvel aesthetic with Sam Raimi stuff. And it's like, okay, I'm not sure how I really feel about this. I, I felt the same way. 
I, I, I just felt like, like when when it got to the the horror elements, like the uh, the zombie Doctor Strange, and um, and when it got to the stuff where it was fast paced, like I, I don't think that anyone will argue that the best part of that movie was the music fight, or right. was that maybe I'm wrong? Maybe people will argue that, but. I felt the hands down the best part of that film was the music fight because it didn't have to live up to anything. It didn't have to have any contextual meaning at all. It was just action for action's sake. And it worked. I felt no, so did I. And, but like I wanted more of that and less of coming down to people punching each other. Yeah. Cause I think that's the Marvel formula and at the, I'm just, I'm tired of it. I, I like Dr. Strange could do some shit like in the first one where he did the time loop and yeah. for, for her, however long to beat Demormu, And it wasn't like a, a punching fight with him and like that I appreciated. And this could have been the same thing when you got magic involved and it was like, no, we're just going to punch people. Yeah. Uh, I think, so the main hmm, the main problem that I have with this film more than anything else is the fact that you spent six to eight hours with Wanda dealing with her grief in some way, shape, or form, and then going, ah, oh, yeah, that's not important enough. Well, and it seems like it seems like there's there's almost like a movie missing in between. It seems right. because like like Doctor Strange is like, oh, Mordo's been trying to kill me. When? Where? Like the last time we saw him, he was taken out like uh, Benjamin Bratt for like whatever yeah. he was guilty of. But that was the last we saw of him. And it was like, what do you mean he's been trying to kill you? So Sam Raimi also has gone on record as saying that he's not watched all the Marvel films which I don't know if you can be in the Marvel universe and not have context for the rest of the universe. But that's what Kevin Feige is there for. He's, he's there to fill all in all that shit. Well, I mean, you see how, I mean, if you take it out of itself and you just do your own story, that's fine. Cause moon Knight, I loved moon Knight. I don't know how you felt about moon Knight, but, um, I, I dug it. And, but that completely like mentions and pays a little bit of lip service, but kind of lives outside of it, outside of the overall universe, but can still kind of dip in. Right. This is not that movie. You first and foremost have a Dr. Seek, Dr. Strange film. The other big problem that I have with this film is that Mordo uh, is set up to be the big bad, or at least like one of the next big bads mm-hmm. as far as Dr. Strange is concerned. And then they completely sideline him. Yep. Um, and and then at that point, you you take Wanda, who had her entire arc, and and then just toss that arc out because you're like, nah, we really want to see some cool Sam Raimi shit, which I'm on board for. Had you given me the information in between? Yeah, and like I like the fact that like Wanda's one of the bad guys, and like this person that you've come to care about is now doing horrible shit and like, they've got to stop her. But then yeah. it, it, it devolves into, well, she's going to like jack into the matrix and control this other version of her 
instead of letting that version be with her kids. And then she was just going to show up and kill that Wanda. Like it goes against everything that we know about the established character in that, in the MCU. Yeah. I, I, um, trying to think about, so what I did appreciate about it, because we should at least make this a sandwich of some sort. Okay. Um, a compliment sandwich. Be like, oh, I loved it. I had these problems with it. But I also loved it. Because um, I did enjoy watching it. I think that's the thing that you can say about this movie. Like, if you didn't like The Eternals, it was not a joy to watch. Mm-hmm. I like The Eternals. I get that you did not. And I do not expect you to like that film on any level or, or of any kind. Um, but with this movie, I think it was still enjoyable to watch, even if you didn't like it. Um, yes. That being said, um, I really enjoyed how they go, okay, we want to close out this relationship with Strange and Rachel McDonald's. Um, what's, what's, what was her character name? Oh. Rachel McDonald's? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Christine. Christine, thank you. Um, I thought it was cool that you go, okay, well, we really need to wrap this up because she needs, in our universe at least, to move on. So that she can, you know, be whatever she's going to be. And, and I thought that was kind of cool that they spent the time and the money to basically close out that relationship for what it was, at least as strange. And then in, involve Clea, you know, who is his, his love interest throughout the, you know, because Peggy is a love interest for Steve, but she's only one of several, right. including Black, her granddaughter. Well, and doesn't, in the comic books, doesn't Steve have a relationship with black widow at some point too like maybe so but it's not the relationship like you know you have like certain relationships like betty uh betty ross yeah and uh you know bruce banner but i I don't think it's as iconic as as all that but yeah i mean at some point she he probably did and i thought that was a nice way of playing around with that in uh winter soldier which is the best marvel film (laughs) And I think that like um, at least this like this movie had a better end credits scene. Um, mid credits or, or mid mid credits. The the final one is the is the Bruce Campbell thing. But yeah, the the one where Shirley's Theron shows up, and it's like yeah. okay, we're we're gonna attach this to a larger world, and it's it doesn't have uh, shitty CGI or Harry Styles show up and be like. Okay, how is this dude the brother of Thanos? Like, well, the mid-credit sequence is again tied to the good and bad of this film. In so much as you really needed to watch everything in the Marvel universe and know fan theory in order to get the jokes and watch television shows, you needed to watch at least what six episodes, eight episodes of uh, WandaVision, another eight episodes of What If, and. 26 different films bef- just to understand this film and then be on the internet. Well, the time. and I, I will tell you when, what's her name? Cleo. Is that? Yeah. Cleo. When she shows up, I had no clue who she was. I was like, no. okay, this is just somebody new that we're going to get to know. But like, it's not mentioned at all who she is or why she's there. Or like, it's not even teased. Like, Hey, this is what's coming up. It's just like, you've got to come with me. I, I, I okay. think pr- a prime example of of how to do this film better is the Russo brothers 
and what they did with Winter Soldier. I know I mentioned it, you know, jokingly saying it was the best movie, but I think it is one of the best movies. As far as, yes, you can watch Iron Man 2 and understand who Black Widow is, along with Avengers, along with Captain America, and have all that backstory. But you don't need it, because they're basically going to give it to you within the first five minutes of who these characters are, in that airplane fight, on the way to fight, to fight that French guy, because who doesn't want to fight? Who doesn't want to punch a French guy in the face? Uh, and then it gives you the movie inside of itself. You do not need to know that Bucky, outside of the film, any information that says, "Hey, Bucky is frozen in ice. He's been uh, abducted by Russians. Yada yada yada, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." And then you know, put him, and you, you it will give you extra co- uh, contextual feeling for the material but you don't need that material because they did it well. And then it basically said, not only that, we're actually going to tie it in and we're going to let Winter Soldier go at the end of that film and leave it open for the next film. Right. And Doctor Strange should have done that same thing, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think that they might worry that like Benedict Cumberbatch is now a bigger star than like, hit like, his Marvel aspirations may be coming to an end, so they're not really sure what to do. And maybe they, they said he's the main guy. They say he's he's the Tony Stark of uh, the universe now. Okay. I mean, they also said that Wanda was the most powerful person in the MCU, and they kind of did away with her. Maybe. Right. Well, they said Captain Marvel was until her movie sucked. Well, until she was a big pain in the ass to work with. And then they were like, yeah. okay, maybe we shouldn't have said that and made her ego gigantic. But Elizabeth Olsen has been nothing but kind to that. Exactly. So let's drop a building on her. Right? Who cares? It'll be fine. Um, I, I felt like Wong was oddly used at times. Um. See, that's a, that's another person I don't think they know what to do with. And like he loves to be there and they're like, let's put him in Shang-Chi and let's do like all this other shit with him. But when so, so he's in a position where he's he's a leader, it's like, uh, OK, let's kind of use him. I don't know how we have all those parts yet, because if you look in Shang-Chi, uh, the, the the like thing that he opens up at the end when he's taking Abomination back. Yep. That supposedly is the cell is from the upcoming She-Hulk show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. And and look, I love Benedict Wong. Like like he's been a mainstay of mine. Like he's been in some of my favorite things in the past ten years. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Like he's all gung ho for this. Not that TV show on Sci Fi Channel, right? That Deadly Kids, whatever the hell that show was, where he was a teacher. No. You know what I'm talking no, about? No, I think the first time I saw him was maybe Prometheus. Yeah, that's a good one. Because he plays the pilot in that. And then he was in that Netflix show. Um, 13 Reasons Why. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Uh, it was about Genghis Khan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was called Genghis Khan. No, actually. no, no. It was Marco Polo. That's Marco what it Polo. Was. Right. He was right, in Marco right. Polo as Genghis Khan. And, like, he was he was amazing in that show. And I like, then he was in the Martian and like, he's been in all kinds of shit. And I'm like, I love this dude. Like, like he's a great actor. And like up until recently, I didn't even know he was British. And then like, I heard him in an interview and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
No, like. Well, Christian Bale had that effect on a lot of people too. Everybody's like, he's like, yeah, she's like, I'm just going to do Batman. Yeah, well, because he, because he, he was like he was one of those actors where he was like, like even in interviews, I'm going to do the American accent just because it'll be easier yeah. to connect the two. And then at some point he was like, fuck that, I'm not doing that anymore. Which is kind of smart on his part. We're uh, he, assholes if we expect people. Well, no, and and like. But like it's always that thing of like when you see an actor who's doing a really strong American accent or or an accent in general and then you see them in an interview and it's like, holy shit, they're British. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Um, There's somebody who. Uh, I don't know. Eric Bana was in the new Rescue Rangers movie. <laughs> Did you watch that yet? No. Oh, that needs to crawl to the top of your list, friend. No, I. You know what I did watch though? I watched the the Nicolas Cage movie that just came out, the one where he plays himself. Um, Have you face seen off. that one? It's called Face Off. Yes. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. The unmassive, the the unbearable weight of massive talent is the one that you're talking about. Yes. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw that, and a week after that, I saw one of the other best films of the year, which was Everything, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I need to see that one. But I really enjoyed the Nicolas Cage one more than I thought I would. Hell yeah. Well, then I think you're going to enjoy Rescue Rangers more than you thought you would. <laughs> I'm telling you. If you, if you. Okay, so that's also the problem with the, the multiverse of madness is like you had all of the meta humor that should have been in Doctor Strange is in Chip and Dale. And all of the multiverse of madness that should have been in Doctor Strange is in everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. And they all do it better. I, I mean, that's that's fair enough. I mean, I'm. I I don't know. I. I think I think Doctor Strange Two is going to take a couple more viewings for me to really wrap my head around yeah. how I feel. To see about where the it movie. falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool, I guess. You know, because if you're if you're not going to be um, if you're not going to be loved with immediacy, you know, like I I don't want to be like. If, if you're talking about like an Avengers Endgame, that is something that is viscerally uh, that you that, that evokes a visceral response, let's say, uh, in its first viewing. And it may or may not hold up. But um, do you have someone sneaking in your room? No, Are I'm just scared? checking that the there, making sure it's still recording. Stop. There's somebody with a knife. Oh, hold on. what is that? Oh, I think it just started raining here. <laughs> Yeah, it just started raining here. You can hear it on our tin roof. Um, but um, I don't remember what I was saying. So you know, then there are things like, you know, Doctor Strange. Where, like, there are things like Iron Man 3. Like, I enjoy Iron Man 3 on the third viewing more than I did the first by far. Because the whole Mandarin shit. But then it, you know, retconned it in, like, the best way possible, I thought, uh, with Shang-Chi. Well, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I have I have my problems with Shang Chi too. Like, like well, I there's only been one Shang Chi. I think that third act is just way too much. But I, no, I, it's terrible. Again, it's not. I am not the demographic for a lot of these films, and I have come to accept that. When what do you mean you're not the demographic? Shang Chi is made for for a more um, um, Asian audience this movie was made for 35 to 50 year old dudes which one 
you, you, Shang Chi, all of them, all these superhero movies. But I think I think more so that like Marvel is seeing that um, there are there are populations that aren't on board like the thirty to fifty year old white males, and so yeah. they're reaching out. They're doing you know the Young Avengers to bring in the the kids, and they're doing like Miss Marvel or the Marvels, whatever it is for teenage girls. And they're doing like Shang-Chi was, was like, Hey, there's an Asian audience that likes, um, likes Kung Fu movies or martial arts movies. So let's give them one of those. And then we'll bring those people in as well. And so a lot of this stuff is not designed specifically for me. And I understand that. And like, um, at in the end like i'm gonna end up seeing all these things anyway it's just a matter of, yeah. of how much i'll rewatch them yeah yeah and shang chi is not one of those that i'll rewatch i don't think you know maybe dr strange will be i don't know i think i think it'll be Black like Where does that parts fall? of it i'm i'm never i saw it once i'm never gonna watch it again i've seen it twice i'm not like like there's nothing in it that i'm like i want to go back and see that there's practically nothing no, I agree. The best now, part I of that will, movie they they picked up and they put into Hawkeye and like let Elena do her thing and it's like okay, they yeah, understand. And that's how it feels for some of this stuff. Like it feels like okay, well we either have a plot point we need to wrap up or a character that we need to introduce and we'll do that and get out. Yeah, and that, that's honestly how Multiverse of Madness felt. It didn't feel like it had any weight because of the fact that your villain is somebody who you really like. And for no reason you turn evil. You haven't done a good job of exploring why she's the bad guy. So uh, a, a friend of ours, Chrissy, and she may have read this somewhere, and I, I apologize if I'm misquoting, but I think she said what should have happened is that Wanda should have found a universe where they don't have kids and her kids are in peril. And so she wants to have her children and she wants to go to that one universe. And so, therefore, that would have made her like a, 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 a good villain of sorts. You know, had, had they basically narrowed the scope to this, this place and they had to, to go through all these multiverses in order to get to save those whatever it is. Well, what, whatever that was. I mean, the movie does not match up with the post credits of WandaVision. No. Not where, where she hears them call for help and like, like yeah. shit's about to get real or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and that's like she has to go save her kids. Yeah, and this one, she's she wants to kill the other version of Wanda so that she could be with her kids, and it's like, what? So did you like? Now they're talking about doing another Captain. Let's go over the the five cameos again. Okay. Did you like uh, Captain Carter? Let's start. Did you are you appreciative that they may make a Captain Carter movie or? I do. I think I think the Captain Carter What If is, was one of the better ones. Um, from a standalone, like like it all merges yeah. together at the end and whatever. But like, and very well, yes. But if you're watching them as a like a standalone, like out of order th- type show, like I don't yeah. think it works that way. I think you have to watch them the way that they're released. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think Captain Carter is one of those better ones. I think Haley Atwell has been there from the beginning of like she loves the character and she wants to pursue this for as long as she can. And I like the TV show a lot. Yeah. And so like, I, I appreciate that they're like, okay, well then let's do this in live action. 
Yeah. Uh, so I, I would agree. Uh, obviously, you're getting the Marvels, so you're not going to see the Monica Rambeau. Um, is it Monica? Yes. Is she the mom? Yeah, okay. So you're not going to see the Mo- Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel, but did you appreciate that they brought that character back as Captain Marvel? Yes. I mean, one of the things that I've always loved about Marvel is that no matter how small of a role you had, if you were in the MCU and they bring your character back for something, they're calling you up and they're going to get you in. Yeah. Um, you know, what yeah, yeah. What if suffered from like Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. don't want to come back to revoice their characters. And so they kind of try to get sound alikes and it's not really working. But like everybody else, like um, David Dash- Dashmelin. I, I, yeah, I always yeah, butcher David. his name. Yeah. But like no, he came yeah, back I, for what if, and then he was like, yeah, they didn't ask me back for Ant-Man three. And I was like, yeah, that's so weird, but okay, whatever. Maybe, maybe Kurt just isn't in the story or whatever, even yeah, though yeah, like yeah. Michael Pena is in it, but you know, whatever. Um, but I do appreciate like, like Anson Mount came back as Black Bolt. Yeah. And yeah it, I love that. It's like, they didn't need to do that. They could have just, he, he, well, in this, he talks once and, you know, wipes out the other strange or whatever. I thought he was going to whisper it. I was very, I was kind of disappointed at that. Yeah. Cause I wanted to go, I'm sorry. And then like he floats away and then he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you would have leveled half of that planet according to the comic book. Right. So, but I, I totally appreciate that they reached out to him and said, do you want to do black bolt again? And the same thing with Xavier, like Charles Xavier coming back, but I, it's I almost just completely forgot about it, but it's the, it's the nineties cartoon version with the big yellow yeah. thing that he's sitting in. But so he's not the, he's not the Xavier, you know, but like yeah. he rolls out to the nineties cartoon theme, like, like that shit it. blew me away in the theater. I was yeah, like, that's amazing. It. Yeah. It was um, fan service. It was all kinds of fan service. Yeah. Like I think that like uh, I feel like uh, what's his name? What's the actor's name? Charles Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Oh my God! Jeez. What the fuck, dude? I I am currently having an aneurysm, so if you'll (laughs) stay with me in between now and the end of the show when I'm dead. Um, But I thought that um, he's just doing a victory lap for shits and giggles at this point. He's like, oh, you want to do another Picard? Pacquiao. He's like, oh, you want more? uh, uh, Professor Xavier, he's dead. Who gives a shit? Bam. Well, I, I, I think that he is. He's reached that that part in his life, much like Harrison Ford, where he's looking back on what made him famous, and said, "Let's just hit it all. Let's go out in a in a blaze of glory." And like, you know, I'm Harrison Ford. Well, but like, um. <laughs> I'm really expecting him to show up in some form in the in the Dune sequel. Like, Harrison Ford? No, Patrick. Oh, Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Like, if, like if he just showed up as a cameo for something, and like, yeah, yeah. like he was in the background, and you're like, holy shit, it's Patrick Stewart. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be all for it. Uh, like that entire cast was an amazing cast. The original cast. The original. Say cast what you will about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I like uh, Kyle. Um, I like. Um, oh shit. Sting, I like all those guys. <laughs> like Sting, you really I, had I the, you really good. had to reach back for Sting, huh? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> again, aneurysm. Um, Do you smell burnt toast? 
Yeah. Yeah. I had burnt toast earlier. No. Um <laughs> So so what did you think of John Krasinski as as Mr. Fantastic? I I I was excited. Okay, so the fan theory is on John Krasinski, which kind of fixes it all, in my opinion. Is like our, our you know, when he when Doctor Strange makes that off color comment about um and it all works as far as I'm concerned, as far as the movie, as far as, you know, what he says, as far as the comic book theory behind it all, that uh, weren't, weren't you guys a big hit in the 60s? And, you know, and then you guys disappeared or something like that is what he says. That's an exact quote um, when he's talking to John Krasinski. And okay. so the theory is, is that all of that with Sue Richards, Reed Richards, Johnny Storm, all of them get caught in the negative zone. Okay. Um, so they basically like the quantum realm or the quantum realm. If you really just want to kind of make those synonymous with each other, uh, they were doing an experiment. They got caught up in the quantum realm. And so even though they did exist in the sixties, they're going to kind of pull uh, a captain America and then be pulled out of that, um, from where they were in the, in the, the other negative zone quantum realm. But nobody remembers them. No, I think they do remember them. I just don't think they're mentioned. Okay. So I think because Dr. Strange does remember him, you know, but if, if you're like kind of, uh, if you only have like, for example, Steve Rogers defeats Red Skull, but it isn't like public knowledge or something like that. But, you know, Dr. Strange is somewhat, since he is kind of an Illuminati member in the comic books, especially, um, I thought it was kind of, um, cool that theoretically you could do all this stuff have a vague recollection of those specific people and then kind of disappear because okay. the Baxter building supposedly is in these movies uh, personally I thought his part was poorly written I don't think it was written for uh, you know again you're writing something I don't know how the hell Daniel Craig would have looked in that role <laughs> it would have been different it, it would have been and like like there's all those theories too that like this isn't canon either like the Fantastic Four that shows up in the in the main MCU six one six universe may not be John Krasinski. This may Which have been I hope a one it off. Because I, I again I think like you know Anson Mount as Black Bolt was his second shot at it. So if, I feel like you know if they want to bring Captain Carter back or version of Miss Marvel. Uh, Ooh, hello. <laughs> You've angered the MCU gods. I'm so sorry, Kevin Feige. <laughs> Please don't kill me. Um, like if you want to bring any of those characters back, I'm 100% on board. And I think like there were some again, like uh, Black Bolt, where I was like, oh, this is your this is your second shot, and you got it. Cool, great. If you're never seen again, I, I would prefer if you were. But if you weren't, that's fine. You know, if it's a different version of Charles Xavier, which I it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Um, if it is a different, um, if it if it's a different John Krasinski, but John Krasinski, I think deserves better than that movie. Oh no, I do too. I I do too, and I I just think it's it's an interesting idea that like because it's a multiverse, and because if it pops into six one six, it doesn't necessarily have to be him. Right, right, right. You know this this scene like like I don't know how much you were paying attention, but if you if you really know what you're looking for, it looks like the John Krasinski stuff was all shot later and then digitally added into the shots. The, the, I thought the crazy thing about this movie and the thing that I thought was seamless was them adding Tig Notaro. Um, 
That was amazing. Oh yeah, that she that she played Captain uh, Marvel as a black woman. There you go. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But it was like like you could see that like I, I started like at first I like I was caught up in like holy shit that's John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. But when like yeah. they're fighting Wanda, I was like, there's something a little off about this and I don't can't put my finger on it. And then towards the end of it, I was like, he's not really there. Like, like there was no, no there was no room they, where they were all together. standing there together. Right. And so like it, it could have been a thing of like Daniel Craig was like all set up for it. And at the last minute, he's like, I can't do it. And he somebody is pretty much what he did. And somebody went, well, like fucking the internet loves the idea. John Krasinski is like, yeah, Mr. Fantastic. So let's see, let's see what he's doing. And they just put him on a green screen somewhere and was like, here you go. Yeah. I, 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 I was down for it. I mean, I appreciated that. And I was like, I, I didn't see it until the Wednesday after, because the Wednesday is the last possible day that I feel like I can watch a movie when it comes out that Friday to not, have almost everything spoiled. Uh, I mean, Wednesday's even pushing it now. It's like by Sunday afternoon, people are like spoiling shit on the internet. And it's like, you got to give people fucking time to see it. Uh, Comicbook.com. I'm calling your shit out, man, because of the fact that you ruined one of the best stupid ass cameos in uh, Chippendale's rescue Rangers. The day that it came out at like 2 PM. I'm, I, I don't like comicbook.com has has fallen hard like they used to be really like reputable and like if I see another headline of like um, so and so fans celebrate the third anniversary of the movie's release I'm like nobody is fucking online going hey this movie came out three years ago I'm like you're just writing shit to make articles and like it's it's fucking painful. But, you know, I don't mind that. I don't mind that shit. What what pisses me off is okay, there are a couple things that piss me off. Uh one, you know, it like I can't believe, you know, uh fans are going crazy over uh spoiler in in brackets uh being in Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. And then the I pictures of the That's person. Fine. Yeah, that yeah. pisses me off <laughs> as as much as it is. <laughs> so cuz you're like okay, cool. But but I appreciate that sometimes they do that. But then other ones were like, oh, and this character showed up in uh, in, in uh, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. I'm like, dude, like give me like give me the evening, give me the <laughs> night when I'm off work, man. Because they're all competing. They're all sitting there having to be like, we need to get this shit out first, and whether that damages our reputation or not. And it's like, ugh. um, uh, and then uh, the other thing that pisses me off is they, they like, I don't know who it is over there that is really in love with this cosplayer, but like sometimes they always have these articles that be like, and this uh, cosplayer is the most glorious version of X, Y, and Z, and it's always the same cosplayer. <laughs> Probably like, somebody that somebody's dating at comicbook.com. Yeah, I, I, I get it, and that's cool, but, you know, I'm thirsty with cosplayers, <laughs> and there are plenty of them out there that look like do amazing, amazing work. Like, not just thirst traps, not just like, hey, look at me dressed up as Wanda and I have my butt out. Cool. Join my Patreon for more <laughs> butt shots. Join my OnlyFans. Join, yeah, I'm all. Oh, yeah, OnlyFans. It is OnlyFans. 
<laughs> you see where I am. I, I've been giving the money to the wrong people. <laughs> no wonder I don't get any nudes from Patreon. Yeah, well, well. You know. Dan, Dan yeah. Larson from Toy Galaxy has just been extorting me for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I used to go to comicbook.com very regularly, and now it's like I can't go when a movie comes out that I want to see because they are going to spoil it. And there are there yeah. are I have issues with a lot of people on YouTube too who put spoilers in the thumbnail and I'm like motherfucker. Like if I, you, I will tell you if you want to do stuff. something and like say hey spoilers for this movie and not spoil it in the thumbnail, I'm all for it. Yeah. But don't fucking put like major death of uh in this show and then the thumbnail is the person that dies. You're like what the fuck, man? Um, what? Uh, oh, nope, it's gone. Goodbye. No. Goodbye, thought. <laughs> I need to eat more fish oil. Okay. Okay. Well, they say fish oil is good for your brain. For your memory. Yeah, that too. Okay. I forgot what it was called. So okay, so <laughs> I see. I see what you're talking about about the cameo. Uh, don't you spoil it? I mean, yourself. I don't it's so care. good though. I don't. It's care. so good, man. It's so good. I'm not. We're not going to spoil it here because we're not a week out from that damn movie. <laughs> and I respect you, listeners, and your love of Chip and or Dale. I don't care if you're a fan of Monterey Jack or Gadget <laughs> or the Fly. What was his name? The, the Fly. The Fly. Do you not remember Trippendale's Rescue Ranger? No, I that that was a little. Oh, after go. my shut up, my cartoon watching. You're, no, you're not better than I am. <laughs> I never said I was. All I said was I didn't watch that show. <laughs> you are better than I am. That's fine. Um, but uh, oh my god, that movie's funny, man. Okay, so did you see Pop Star? Never stop, never stopping. No. You okay? You should, first and foremost. I just I just got the soundtrack on CD because oh. I'm an old. Okay. I know you can't see that very well, uh, but uh, it is well worth your time. And what I love is all these people who are watching Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. It was a, it was a, um, directed by Akiva Schaefer. Schaefer is that, is that correct? Okay. Yeah, Akiva Schaefer. It was directed by them, and he. I'm sorry, and he also directed Popstar. Everybody's like. And Popstar, if you haven't seen Popstar, you need to go watch that underrated gem. I was like, I saw it in a movie theater. Same as Josie and the Pussycats. I mean, so I in comicbook.com, I typed in into the search Chippendale. And mm-hmm. the first one, two, three, four, five, six. The top six stories are all about cameos in the show with it ruined in the title. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. But yeah. but I will say seeing these headlines now make me want to go see the film. Yeah, you 100% should. <laughs> like th- I I will tell you like it, I was already excited about that movie. Um, really? But yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because like I watched the trailer and I'm like Dis- Disney when you're trying to do things like the Lady and the Tramp reboot or Maleficent or Maleficent 2 Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> whatever those are, 
that is those are cash grabs. Oh I fuck feel. yeah! Um, but uh, even when they're good, you know, like I appreciated Cinderella. I I I, uh, I liked. I, I didn't really dislike the new Aladdin. I said I was about to say Beauty and the Beast, but I did not like that one actually. Uh, anyway, all of that is cash grabby. Um, but then you look at Chippendales and you watch the trailer and you you figure out that like either someone really had something to say or they got really excited about the property. <laughs> you know, and and I think in this case it is an odd occurrence of both of those things being true. Okay. So, so I I really think that a, a Kiva Goldsman or, 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 or not a God, God not a Kiva Goldsman. <sighs> I'm forever scarred by Batman. I mean, I think I think that a lot of the IP that Disney owns that is there a large part of their catalog has never been touched for shit like this. And yeah. to go back and remake movies that have already been made instead of doing something new with the IP is stupid. Yeah. The I mean, it's not- well, it, it all depends on how you're thinking about it. It is not stupid as far as people's pocketbooks are concerned. But the quote-unquote live-action Lion King remake that was that all CGI. Hey, there's one shot in there that is not. One? One single shot Okay. of at the very beginning of the sunset rising over. Okay. That is the single shot in the movie that John Favreau said he shot. Okay. Look, so, I'm a huge Favreau fan. I think the shit that he's done is amazing. But I don't understand that decision. On his part, I don't understand it either. I have zero understand. Now, I assume they're talking about making him and Bergner, whatever his name, uh, John Filoni. Bergner? Um, yeah, that's what came out, man. John Filoni is his name. I don't know. I don't know all the answers to everything or any answers to anything. Um, but John Filoni, he's the guy. They're they're the guys who created the Mandalorian. Is that not his, putting, that, That's not his first name, is it? Filoni. Dave. Oh, Dave. Dave Filoni. See, uh, you, you heard it. Look, in look. I right. have I have a weird kinship with Dave Filoni because we were born on the exact same day in the exact same year, like fifteen miles not or fifty miles apart. I shouldn't say fifteen. Fifty miles apart. What? And and you guys both dabbled in the Star Wars world. He created the Mandalorian. You did a movie with me. With, I, I, uh, I did a fan uh, film with you. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the same thing. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, what, ha- Havoc, ha- where can they see this film? It's or, on, or do you want it, it's, if you look up um, Havoc Creative on YouTube and you look up um, uh, New Ride, you can see me and Brandon acting together. It is where I was about forty pounds heavier, and, it, it, and I am forty pounds heavier now. So you're welcome. <laughs> so, ladies, <laughs> depending on how much cushion you like for your pushing, I think we might have we something are, to say about that, man. But <laughs> at what point does it become sexual harassment? Uh, right away these days. Okay, gotcha. Check. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I feel like Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Like, I, I don't know what brought that together, because it is a glorious like the. I don't know. Are, do you like Lonely Island at all? Are you not a fan or have no opinion on them? I do not like uh, Adam Sandberg. 
Did you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I gave Brooklyn Nine-Nine a fair shake, and I didn't laugh once. Really? Yeah. Do you have a heart? I do. I He rubbed me the wrong way um, a long time ago. He did an interview um, where he basically, like... They they asked him like give advice to young kids these days who want to make videos and he basically was like you can't do what I did you can't break in the way that I did nobody should be making these kinds of videos and like what, was it try, was him him trying to be funny you know? no no he was being completely serious and I was like like I don't appreciate that like like he's fucking with people's dreams and like since then yeah. like oh let there be light. Yeah, sorry. Um, came in the door, and I was like, "Can you turn that on?" <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's a weird thing. Like, like when we were working at that place that we both worked at, um, somebody said to me, "I think you'd really like." House? Yes, I really think that you would like uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. And I said, "Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll watch a couple of episodes. Um, to be fair, and I'll see what I think." And I didn't laugh once at the couple episodes that I watched. A couple. Uh, did you watch the Did you watch the Good Place? Yes. Okay, we've talked about that. Then I apologize. And I will say, I took your advice and I started to watch Community. And and I I am enjoying it. Um, I I do like the um the storytelling in it. I like the fact that like they go off on these weird tangents. Um, they did like an entire claymation episode for Christmas and like, oh, so good. Like there's, so you're th- in like season two or three. I'm, I just started season three. Um, oh yeah. So like, like I, I like the fact that they keep going back to the paintball game and like, you know, the end of season two is this big, like Western motif of them. The, the second paintball episode. Yeah. yeah. And I do like the fact, I don't remember what episode it was in, but they're reminiscing about episodes that don't happen. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're talking about like oh remember that time when we went to the old West Town and we got chased by the prospector and then they cut to scenes of it and then like <laughs> it's it's not in there but like you know they went out and they shot it somewhere and like I appreciate all that so like I'm having a decent time with it so far. Did you see the Clerks animated series? Yes. Th- that I thought that was one of the most brilliant openings for any show ever. Where it's like previously on Clerks, Boop. like color bars. So. Uh, I stole that for the very first episode of Dance Monkey Dance. <laughs> I did I, I did a voiceover that said previously on Dance Monkey Dance and like static and then went into the to the thing because I too appreciated that like as much as you did. Oh, so good. So good. An underrated cartoon show. Yeah, I mean, it well, definitely had its moments. Three, three episodes were three episodes were pretty pretty great. I, three episodes, okay. I always appreciated because I grew up in that area that like they name check a ton of places that I'm very familiar with. Um, Leonardo, Leonardo. Well, like Leonardo, New Jersey, and like I think there's an episode that takes place in Tom's River, and I grew up like one town away from Tom's River, so like I appreciate all that stuff. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of, so like we have a friend that has met like Kevin Smith like three times in the past month. He, he went to like some like he went to Red Bank to to go from what it looked like to go see the reopening 
of uh, the, the stash. Um, the stash. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Orlando to go to movies. Okay. So uh, he's like seen him a lot. So I see, find a lot of pictures of him online seeing, saying hi to him. It was odd. But I just thought that was kind of weird. I mean, I met Kevin while he was working at the quick stop. Cause I had a friend who, um, was dating a girl in Leonardo that like was mm-hmm. right down the street from the quick stop. And we used to go over to her house to watch movies and we would just stop at the quick stop to like get drinks and shit. And I mm-hmm. always wondered if I was, if one of the terrible customers and clerks was based on me, but I don't think it was Did I almost Which make you spit think? out your food. Yes. Which one did you think? I I don't know. But like, like, because there's all those like, like terrible, like, what do you mean? I got to drink this coffee hot. Like, (laughs) not that I ever did that, but like, you know, so I, I saw him while he was writing clerks and like, like after it came out, it was like that dude made a movie. And so it was, (laughs) it was always weird, but Again, now we get to make movies. Again, he's got that career path in, um, in South Carolina. So, you know, whatever. Um, say what you will, but you made a Last Starfighter um, sequel trailer that you showed to Nick Castle. Nick, uh, Castle thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the, he was a, became a detective on TV for a short period of time. I don't know if you knew that. Um, and he liked that, that uh, short so much that he stole it. He stole it. Now he didn't steal it, but he could have. I don't know. They, they now talking about doing another Last Starfighter again. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, when we when we showed him that trailer, um, I checked. Um, oh, what's the word that they're they're always using? Um, where you can see all the like views and shit. Um, yeah. The number of views. Yeah. So, but like on YouTube, you can also see where they're from and like who's hitting it and stuff. And a large number of hits came in after that from California. And so I got to imagine that at some point the the creator of the last Starfighter and like the dude that's helping him write the, the sequel somehow saw the work and, and, I'm not saying they're basing anything on what we did, but like, like up until that point, nobody had ever done a last starfighter, anything like it's been done since I've seen things like not as detailed as what we did. Um, but I've seen like, Hey, we're going to do a, a teaser trailer and it's like a dude at a trailer park. And like, that's all you get. And so yeah. like ours was detailed and had like the gun star in it and like all kinds of shit. So I would like to think that in some small way we kicked them in the ass to be like, we got to get moving on this. So where can they find that? That's also on Havoc Creative on YouTube. And what what is it listed as? Last Starfighter Defenders De- of the Universe? Defender of Earth. Defender of Earth. So yes. if you go to Defenders of the Universe. You're not going to find it. That is actually a warrior sequel. And if you um, look up the Havoc Creative channel, you can even see the short film that John and I did in 2005 with Harley Quinn and Selena Kyle that we did the, for um, uh, a fan film contest for Mar- uh, DC. Who, who were the girls in that? People we worked with. 
Okay. It, okay. We had a, we had, so we had this idea. Um, the original script was a bunch of different superheroes in group therapy. And we had auditions and four people showed up and we were like, well, okay, we can't do this because we don't have the people. And there was a contest, some DC contest that we were entering and like the deadline was looming. So John and I rewrote the script in like three hours to, to, um, the, the one with Harley Quinn. And because the girls that came in to read for us, she was like, I want to be Harley Quinn. And then the other, the other one was like, I'd love to play Catwoman." So we were like, okay, we've got these two that want to do it. How do we do this? And so that we, we wrote the entire thing around them too. It's good. It's really good. I mean, it is what it is. I'm sure it could be. If I was to make it today, it'd be completely different. Well, well, yeah, because it's not 15 years ago. Well, true. You're 15 years wiser. I am definitely older. <laughs> I don't know about wiser. Definitely older. Um, so I didn't look like is, this 15 years ago. Right. You look better now than ever. Mm. It's a little, it's a little more gray than I'd like. Um, I mean, everywhere. you can take care of that with a bottle, brother. Uh, yeah, but I won't never. Because of your religion. This is who I am. Oh, that was that's what the problem is. Guns are my religion. My religion. <laughs> you do live in. in do you live in South Carolina? Down. You yeah, live in Goose right. Creek. <laughs> the Goose Creek men. Mm. They did uh, enjoy razzing people from downtown Charleston at the time. Oh, really? So, do you want a royal colony? I'm what? sorry. Um, is that a weird so sex Goose- thing? What the fuck is that? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you want a royal? Do you want a royal colony? We got we got two guys and four girls. The four girls leave. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Goose Creek. Uh, they had a, uh, a militia at the time, where basically before um, you know the Carolinas became you know America, part of the America. Oh. Uh, that what they wanted to do was make uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, part uh, basically a royal colony with a, a governor elected by by the um, by the king. Okay. And so what they would do is they would, but the Charleston elite people did not want that. So they would, uh, and this is all part of the, uh, history, the complete history of Charleston for morons, um, bus tour. Um, you can buy tickets through pineapple tours. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, we've got a lot of sponsorships going on today, buddy. Uh, <laughs> none of which are paying us anything. Nope. Um, um, but, uh, um, so th- they would come to town to the riverside and like, all the rich people live by the the river, um, Ashley River, Cooper River, and they would basically just fuck with them. So, okay, because when you first brought it up, I thought like you were saying like there was a m- militia in Goose Creek like when you were younger or something. No, well, that would the, like show up much younger. <laughs> no, no, that would show up in, in town like the, and be like sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred. Okay, so, yeah. And so now you, you, well, you said guns are my religion. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it's that far off these days here in Goose Creek either. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. God, that is unfortunately true. I mean, we've got, I don't know if you've seen them, but have you seen the all black American flags? 
anywhere. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So yeah. if anybody listening doesn't know what that is, that's the um, no quarter will be given um, flag where like they would use violence to take out people who they don't that don't believe in the things that they believe in. And we mm-hmm. have one that's a couple of houses down and it's fucking scary. It's like, like we should be past this, but we're not, well, you know, and that's the whole thing is like, we, we have my, my, uh, my, my parents are, are, are Trump supporters. They're okay. wonderful people, but they do do that. Um, you've been, you've been to Thanksgiving dinner with us, you know, mm-hmm. that they mean well, no matter what they believe. <laughs> and, and so they had a Trump, you know, a Trump, a 20 what it would be was a 2020 flag out front and somebody vandalized it and so that you know with with my brother being disabled that made them feel very uncomfortable i'm sure so no matter what you're on what side you're on leave everyone else's shit alone no and i totally agree like like you can believe in whatever the fuck you want to believe in but don't make yeah. it violent don't don't no. bring other shit into this like like don't come onto someone's property and, and put profanity on someone else's stupid flag. No. And, and like the idea of like this dude down the block would use violence against me because I don't, I don't like the same political candidate yeah. he does is fucked yeah. up, man. Yeah, it is. It's beyond like, it's beyond I, I don't know how to tell him that, but that's not what patriotism is. Like, like well, to be an American is not to believe everything the way that it's supposed to like that everybody else thinks of like the military in America was founded on a thing of like, you can choose to believe what you want. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's because there were fewer things to believe in then as well. Yeah. But like, like all these people are like, if you're not a conservative Republican, then, then I don't want anything to do with you. And it's like, that's not what it's about. This this viral, this there is a virus in this country, and it's it's ten percent on either side. I'd say, and social media is is spreading it faster than it's ever spread before, and and it is is it is a violent. It's not even a conservatism because I, I I being a libertarian am a progressive conservative, meaning I think we should always be moving forward. But however we move forward should be measured and thoughtful. Okay. Um, not to get into too political a discussion, mind you, but I, I feel like uh, just to use a, a, a term conservatism, I, I think that there's a, a violent conservatism and there's a violent liberalism that if you don't believe exactly what people believe, if you don't believe that I should have the right to do this or that just because you held me down for so long, therefore I'm going to make you suffer because you made me suffer. Yeah. Neither of those things work. They don't work. No. And I agree. There's definitely, there's definitely extremism on both sides and it's seeing it in the flesh can be a little like daunting sometimes. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't disagree. Well, that's again, like, you know, my parents are, are like hyper conservative people, but at the end of the day, like, you know, they'll sit down and listen to you, even if they disagree with you right. on some level or another. And and so to see like just some stupid idiot walk into their yard and then, you know, terrorize them by doing that. That flag is for me is dumb. I don't believe it. But you know what? That's what their that's what their jam is. 
and it's it's you know. their property they can put up what they want like hell yeah like to a, to a degree <laughs> well yeah I'm, they're not going to be putting up nazi flags or anything but like like no, to not at all to not a, even close to a degree if you're supporting somebody during an election year then that you're allowed to do that like yeah and it was like not even like it wasn't even like six months out because oh my god if you drive through parts of arizona all you see is like people have painted the tops of their um their barns with huge uh t-u-t-r-u-m-p and by the way i can't spell anymore (laughs) um uh but like you have that type of uh, of you know radical rhetoric um that people want to do and they do that year round but for my parents to put that up a few weeks before the election, it you know, yeah, it's, we're, we're, you know, it's dumb. Yeah, and I don't know how it gets better. I really don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't know either, because it's fifty fifty stupid now. And I don't. I think like I would say that at least sixty percent of America, like myself, sits in the middle. You know, we we don't necessarily uh, we don't necessarily um, believe the same things you and I but we believe in the same things like, you know, the same, um, like we have different religious beliefs, mind you, but I, I believe that we, we think the same way as far as like, you know, that people just need to talk and figure shit out rather than, you know, beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. And, and it's not getting any better uh, in that regard. Like I've seen shit on social media where I'm like, I've joined, I've joined Facebook groups for goose Creek because I want to know who to avoid. And like, like I've seen some shit on there that it's like, if I, if I walked up to you and you didn't know anything about me, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't like give me a second thought. But if I say something online that you don't like, like you're ready to kill me. And it's like, we need to go away from the social media and just like, people are just doing whatever the fuck they want. Like the tribalism well, there, thing is too much now on both sides. There, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it is. And and I wish. I wish. I wish it was on one side or the other, because then you could just localize that group of people and and just you know shun them, or or you know just avoid them. But it is it is impossible. Put them all up in Texas and then wall up Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> the, the, <laughs> I don't know. I I just read the sixteen nineteen project and they. They tried to do that with certain groups of people, and that didn't work out too well. I mean, uh, Texas wants to secede anyway. Let them. <laughs> well, uh, half the South wants to secede, and then the, half the North wants to secede mm. because half the South wants to. Wow. I mean, California, like California alone, should be broken up into three states. I'm moving to, to New Zealand. I think I've decided. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'll go. I think if, New Zealand. I think New Zealand is the place of all the places that I've looked at, like seriously, like if I'm not going to live in America, where do I want to live? It seems like it's the best option. Because America is beautiful. Yeah. There's no country like America. There are other countries which are are their own thing as well. Um, But yeah, I don't disagree. I think New Zealand is the way to go. Australia is a little bit cool too. Yeah, but everything wants to kill you in Australia. Like, yeah, you get I, away I from like that it, in like New Zealand. The people stopped wanting to kill you in New Zealand, but the animals <laughs> that are, um, I'm sorry, in Australia, but uh, the people, uh, the animals in Australia still want to kill you. They have not stopped. And it seems like the research that I've done that the, the New Zealand government truly 
for the most part looks out for the people and not try. not so much like like their own interests they're they're the Canada of the world without so much of the dark past <laughs> <laughs> so so I, and there are other countries like Sweden and Norway that that kind of appeal but no I don't I don't think anything beats New Zealand I mean I okay I will say like um when John and I worked together, there was a large influx of people from other countries who would come and work there. And the hottest women that ever showed up Norway. there were from Norway. Yeah. Like they would yeah. roll in and we would be like, holy shit. Yeah. So like Norway definitely has its pluses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess Sweden, if you like blondes. Oh. Yeah, so I remember, I remember reading an article, and if you want to skip ahead uh, five minutes into the conversation, we understand. Um, but I remember when like the Swedish bikini team was a thing because when you could have you know bikini uh, content on TV, okay. um, uh, and they're like, oh yeah, the Swedish bikini team, and they're like, yeah, like I think like eighty six percent of Swedish women had like a B cup or less is what they said and they're like this is not what Sweden <laughs> this is not actually representative of Sweden <laughs> uh, so basically what we're saying is if you want to send a lot of women from Norway that may end racism and violence in America no did I not track properly no. the conversation no. what we're saying is if Sam Raimi had be- made a better uh, a, a better Doctor Strange film. What we're saying and is that the world's fucked up, and that women in Norway are hot, but we want to live in New Zealand with some women from Norway. That would work. Okay. I mean i I don't know if I've ever seen like an attractive woman from New Zealand. Well, I see. I don't want to say that. Um, there are plenty of beautiful women from New Zealand. I'm sure there are, but like I have never been exposed to them the way that, you know. And luckily you've never exposed yourself to them. No, never. Because who wants to go to jail? Mm. It all depends. Co-ed? I mean, okay, the broadcaster with the face tattoo is kind of hot. So, you know, whatever. I think Rose uh, must Matafeo. She's a beautiful woman. Um, I've always butchered that woman's name. If you want to watch a great romantic comedy on HBO, uh, Starstruck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I got you. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. New Zealand's it. Let's go. Yeah. New Zealand's it. Let's pack up the truck. We'll take the highway. Yeah. Now, last time I heard from Rose on Instagram, which for some reason she didn't respond to me. I can't imagine why. Um, no, she was making great uh, story content because she went to Germany to like, I'm not stalking this woman, I swear. I'm just, you know, she just popped up on my uh, Instagram feed. So, uh-huh. but like, uh, like I just respond to people on Instagram because I'm like, you're never going to read this. I don't care if you don't. That's fine. I just want to put out good vibes in the universe. So it's always about like, hey, because she was doing like, um, miniature trains in Germany wherever she was like there were uh, these beautiful just massive villages and whatnot and you could push a button and the 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 um line with the laundry would pass from one would move and like oh, so many cool cool things 
that she was putting up online. And so I was like, great train content or whatever it was. And she'll, she's never going to respond. But she's a good follow on and Instagram. Did she saying. Did she ever respond? No. 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 She has things to do with her life than okay, respond to but me. I have, I have responded to celebrities and have gotten responses. Who? Oh, Jesus. Um, well, I don't... I don't know if you consider him a celebrity so much as a personality, but like Adam Savage from Mythbusters. Yeah, he dude, he's a celebrity. Well, okay. So, so I've commented on some of his tested stuff and he's commented back. He works on, he worked on the original miniatures for star Wars. Yeah. Uh, for episode two. Um, he's done a ton of stuff. He, he did galaxy quest and, um, uh, space cowboys and a bunch of other stuff. Space Cowboys? Yeah. He built the inside of the shuttle for um, Space Cowboys. What is Space Cowboys? That's the Clint well, Eastwood movie where they the all oh, the old guys space go from space. Yeah. Oh, not yeah, Space yeah, yeah. Cowboys, sorry. Space Cowboys. No. I'm no, sorry, no, no. my all, inflection all I, was wrong. Jackass. <laughs> um, all I could think of was... Uh, oh, God. Okay. Uh, for the next 10 minutes, I'm taking a nap. Um, no, what is the one, the anime? Let's see a space cowboy. Oh, uh, cowboy bebop, cowboy bebop, uh, cowboy bebop, yes, starring Clint Eastwood. <laughs> that one and Tommy Lee Jones. John Cho was so good in that TV series for a middling TV series. <laughs> I thought uh, the show was Let's let's take a a popular thing and cancel it after a three days of it being out. Wow! No wonder they're in trouble. I th- okay. You can say what you want about memberships and yada yada yada. I think their first big misstep was canceling Glow. Among Glow other things, yeah. Nope, just Glow. Okay, just Glow. Because Did it you showed, see Glow? Because it showed boobs. No, yes, that show I watched. Was awesome. I watched all of Glow. I, I Glow was amazing. I mean, yes, they did have boobs. Not <laughs> gonna lie, but and they they continued uh, my 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 screen love affair with Allison Brie and introduced me to uh, Gilroy, uh, the other the other girl, Gil, God, Gilpin, correct, Gilpin, Betty Gilpin. Betty Gilpin. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So it's really weird because like. Now that I'm watching Community and Allison Brie is in that, mm-hmm. she looks nothing like she does in Glow. No. And it's a really weird, like, disconnect for me because I know that it's the same person, but I'll I'll look at her and I'll be like, is that, that can't be the same chick from Glow. It's, and I'll go and I'll look. Exactly the same except for her hair. No, she looks, she looks a lot different to me. And I don't know why. Better or worse? She looks more mature in Glow, which I I mean, it's later. And so like, obviously she's changed. But when you go back and you look at community and you, it's like, you know, Donald Glover looks really young and like, like all these people. And you're like, okay, this is where they started. And like, this is great. But then like having seen her in Glow first, I was like, that's the same person. That Chevy Chase, he's going to be something. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm waiting for him to drop off because I know it's coming sometime. 
Uh, what What do you mean? Oh, like de- like out nine? of the show? No. Oh no! Yeah. I mean, he. No. I, I've heard all the stuff about him leaving the show. So at some point, I know like that character goes away. So, I I will not without spoiling anything. Mm-hmm. At the point where he goes away, mm-hmm. they had already filmed some stuff, and then he actually still came back to do a couple of other things. Oh, so it is not as abrupt as you think it would be. Okay. It's it's not like it gets to season three, episode seven, and then he's no longer there in that season eight or episode eight. On it, it is more uh, as they they did it. They dealt with it more tactfully than all that. I do have to go track down I'm like Jeff Garland and the Goldberg. <laughs> oh God, with the bad CGI face or whatever it was that they did. Um, I do have yeah, to go track yeah. down an episode of Community. Apparently, it's one of its highest rated episodes. That's not on Netflix. Yes, it is called. It is. It's the Dungeons and Dragons have, one. And it is the, one of the best episodes that they did, man. It, it is an episode about bullying. It recognizes what it does wrong within the episode, and they still go, "Nope, sorry, can't do it." Yeah, it so an amazing episode. So I'm gonna have to track that down on my own, which I've is fine. Oh, I've I mean, I mean, I can, I, I can pull it up without any issues. I mean, I've got it. It's right okay. there. Okay. It's right up there next to my door. Okay. Sure. I'll drive it over tomorrow. You don't have to. Why don't you want to hang out with me? We are hanging out right now. It's not the same. Virtually. Thing. Oh, well, I don't have my 3D glasses on. No. Oh. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Uh, um, I went to uh, I bought books today You did Not you buy Too much of a new topic uh, A nude topic the, or a new topic a new, uh, Let's uh, Let's let's. <laughs> I'm avoiding that one okay. um, I bought Frank Sinatra's biography Or okay. one of them called The Chairman Did he write it? Uh, no no oh. He was I think dead when this came out Oh well, um, I can't I don't know I don't know. I don't know when it was written. I bought an Elmore Leonard because Dad and I are reading through Elmore Leonard's uh, bibliography. Okay. I bought a few biographies of uh, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, Vladimir Nabokov selected letters. Um, so is this for uh, your your history gig that you do, or is this just out no, of? No, this is just because I just, want to read okay. things. All right. I read, dude. I am like so analog. That's the whole thing. Is it's not like I'm a um. It's it's not like I'm a luddite of any kind. I still like use all the technology and whatnot. I listen to audiobooks and you know through the library, at, you know through, through like you know the digital library thing. I, I you know I have all the streaming services save for Shutter and um, Peacock. So if everybody could who's living could tell me if Shutter and Peacock are worth my money and time. I mean, um, if you if you were to do AMC Plus, they have a lot of Shutter stuff on there. So I have Paramount and Showtime. Oh, okay. I meant to tell you, I watched Halo. Did you see Halo? Yes, I I I just finished the season finale. I did too. What'd you think? I liked it. I mean, I know it's got a lot of flack online for like Master Chief taking off his helmet and all that. I, I thought it was all that bullshit. But like not having played the games a lot, I really appreciated the story and like I thought that like. In episode one, when they attack the the outpost and the Spartans come in, and like yeah. they're they're fighting the the oh, what are they the whatever the enemy is called, I can't think of what it's called now. 
And like, like there's that scene where like the kids are hiding in the bunker and they're like, Oh, we'll be safe in here. And the door swings open and it's a member of the alien species. And he just wipes them all out. I was like, Holy shit. Like, like they are, they are taking the gloves off and then it slows down. Oh yeah. First story. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But like people online were like, this is bullshit, man. And I was like, can't they just fucking tell a story? I, I like the show. I, so I like the I. show a lot. It could have been three episodes shorter, though. I'm not going to lie. Well, I mean, I thought it was weird that it was a nine-episode season, that it wasn't like they didn't push it till 10 or whatever, but maybe that was a good well, thing. Well, yeah, I mean, well, like whatever story you've got to tell, tell that story. Uh, She-Hulk's going to be the same thing. She-Hulk's only got... It was announced for 10 episodes, and then it backed down to nine. Um whatever your story it needs to be told, especially on streaming services. Why, why screw around? But I think they could, I definitely think that there were some, I don't mind slowing down things a tad. I do mind if what you're doing is not necessarily imperative. Like if you need to take a beat to kind of take the gas off, yeah. uh, great. But if you, if you need, I felt like it could have been three episodes shorter. I personally feel like they could have done another episode that had a major fight in it. I think, yeah, okay. I think the things that they like, the people were coming for halo because halo is a combat game. And I, yeah. I appreciate like there's a line in there when, um, when they come for the artifact and the Spartans are trying to get it to the ship and Cortana says something like, um, watch out You're to the left guys. and, and master chief says, look, I know how the game's played and like, there's yeah, those yeah. little tiny things. And then they go into like first person for yeah, like, yeah. like a couple of the things. And I was like, that's really cool that, that they're doing that. But I feel like there should have been a bit more to that. Like there yeah, could have been yeah. another like episode that involved a major battle or something in order to like had you tie it together had you combined the uh, marvel cinematic universe television shows with this i think it would have been better off like because i feel like this maybe ran a little slow and those run a little fast yeah you know and they kind of go action 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 right and then this you know I, i think they both can learn from something from each other um i think it was almost as good as the uh doom video game film they came out with, uh, with Carl Urban. John. Yeah, and Carl Urban, man. That's Carl interesting that, is, that my my first thought is Carl Urban and yours is The Rock. Hey, have you watched Young Rock on NBC? It's no. a good show. It's a good show, man. No. He's he's dead to me since uh, Jungle Cruise. Oh, did you watch Ballers? That kind of can make up a little bit for I did. Jungle Cruise. Back, but yeah, but like last thing I've seen, man. You're only well, as good if, as your last were, project, and like Jungle Cruise if, was. If that were true, <laughs> nobody would wa- have watched him after uh, the Mummy Two. Had that been true, or Tooth Fairy? Uh, Tooth Fairy. I don't. I'm not gonna sleep on Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy is awesome. Game uh, plan. Uh, what was the What was the one with uh, Jackie Chan as the babysitter and the pacifier? Uh, so there was Vin That's Diesel Vin and the Diesel. pacifier. No, but there was one where he the the he babysat as well. The Rock. Um, no, Jackie Chan. Oh. Yeah, but Jackie Chan's um, on a different level. That's true. Let me see if this is going to pull up anything. Nope. What are you looking for? 
I'm not going to look for Jack. Jackie Chan has like 150,272 movies. It's it's Jackie like a it's, it's like where was babysitting? The Spy Next Door. The Spy Next Door. Yeah, it came out around the same time as the tuxedo. Is every bit as good? Twenty ten isn't saying much. It's twelve yep. years old. <laughs> it feels like forty five years old. It does, doesn't it? It apparently had Billy Ray Cyrus in it. Is that? Are you counting that in the plus column or the minus column? Minus. Then you did not watch enough Hannah Montana. No, I didn't. Uh, is is your kid uh, happy that Zombies Three is coming out? Uh, she's kind of moved on to more anime stuff. What the hell is wrong with stuff. the kid? She keeps moving on to everything. Uh, she's trying to find her own voice, man. Stupid kid. And I am all for it. Stupid kids always trying to be their own people. Yeah. I want her to have her own voice. I don't have any children for that because I wanted my own voice. <laughs> um, so I bought, I found, I don't know if you'd find this interesting, at the book sale, uh-huh. uh, the original, mo- the, the, the Relic? The Relic. Uh-huh. By Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child. So this is, you remember the movie with... Uh, Penelope Ann Miller vaguely that, that's about all you should remember that movie um, but I'm going to read this book I that movie is this book is almost 500 pages long and I don't know why and that's all I have to say about that 1997 the movie came out why was I okay I was thinking about um, what's the Guillermo del Toro movie? Not Chronos. Chronos. Uh, what's what's the other? Isn't there the one? The Devil's Backbone. That, no. Isn't there one that 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 has a title like The Relic or something? Mimic. Mimic. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. That has. Uh, the other white girl in it. Um, <laughs> um. The other it white is, girl. Uh, Romy. And Michelle, the same the same year, nineteen ninety seven. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Relic mimic. Oh Which yeah. Are you going to see? I saw both of them, but there I didn't like either of them. A young Norman Reedus was in it. A mimic. Yeah. Mira Sorvino. That's who is in it. That just popped in my head. How does it not have Ron Perlman in it? I thought all of Del Toro's movies had Ron Perlman in it. After a certain point. But he was in Kronos. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm wrong then. Right. Let me look further down the list. No, he must have been doing something else in '97. Ron. He was. He was living under the uh, under the sidewalks of New York. That was earlier than '97, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It was a lot earlier. Beauty and the Beast, ladies and gentlemen. Beauty and the Beast. I remember seeing Ron Perlman for the first time out of makeup after like Beauty and the Beast ended. And I was like, oh, that's they didn't go too far with the makeup. Like that's a lot of that's him. So Perlman's friend and collaborator, Guillermo del Toro, had a rocky relationship with the wine scene during the making of Mimic. And Perlman, I'm clicking on the article. It is loading. It is loading. He was making oh. Alien Resurrection around that time. It looks like. 
One, two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight. He had eight films come out in 1997. <laughs> so fun. maybe he just wasn't available. Huh. Weird. I'm sure everybody enjoys, like, they tune into this podcast to get hard, hard-hitting media coverage. Of course. And we Google and read things online. That's right. It's always been that way. So why why change the formula now? Is it, it does John do that too? Do I need to feel like shit about that? No, I'm usually the one. He'll he'll mention something and then I go and I look it up. Okay. Um. But you know, in 1996, Ron Perlman did The Island of Doctor Moreau. Mm. So <laughs> you know, that for what gym. it's Have you watched the documentary The Making of That? Have we talked about that? Mm, I've never seen the documentary, but um. I listened to Ron Perlman's autobiography that he narrates Ooh, and he, he talks about that. Yeah. That I found that one on hoopla, which is the, um, the library digital mm-hmm. thing. Um, yep. and that was part of that. So I listened to that. Um, but he goes into all kinds of stories about the Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> oh, I, love it. I guess it's it like, like, you know, he was, he had the contacts in his eyes. So to make him look blind or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he's sitting there and he's doing all the stuff and it's, it's out in the middle of the sun and he's roasting in this costume and they're four days in and like, um, um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the, the, the dude like Godfather. Yeah. 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 What the Marlon fuck? Brando. Marlon Brando. Brando sitting there and he's like, he's like, I can't do this. Like, like I can't get into what he's saying. And then he realized that like he was playing it as a blind guy and was like, Oh, that changes everything. Let's reshoot everything. And Ron Perlman was like, what the fuck? So like he goes into that story and stuff and it's, it's an amazing like inside Hollywood tale of like one of the largest stars ever. No pun intended. Yeah. yeah. I um, I would recommend Lost Souls, uh, Lost Soul, the island, the making of the island of Richard Stanley's mail. So this guy basically, he was a director. And then he, he got fired, everybody, right? Yeah, he got fired because the studio didn't like him, and Val Kilmer didn't like him. Of course, Val Kilmer's uh, making everyone's life a living hell. Because Val Kilmer switched parts. I don't know if you knew that. Oh really? He basically yeah, he was hired to do the other, the main character. Is like, I don't want to play that part. I'm going to play this part. Oh. So they switched roles. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> and, and like, uh, Richard Stanley had gotten fired and he'd snuck back on set so that he could be an extra in the background so that he could watch the movie that they were making that wasn't his. Weird. Okay. It, it, it is a bad shit. Cra- it is like one, it is like, ironically, Apocalypse Now esque and its <laughs> level of, crazy shit that happens. So now we, all we have to do is, is have an expose a documentary on uh, the score with Robert De Niro and, uh, and Edward Norton. Thank you. Yes. That yeah. movie. Okay. Yeah. Because Marlon Brando, I don't know if you knew about that either, man. Mar- Marlon Brando basically would, uh, he wouldn't listen to Frank Oz cause he kept calling him Miss Piggy. <laughs> Okay, that's kind of funny. It is real. Well, Frank, I would I would go for that if Frank Oz wasn't a pretty nice person and uh, generally like a great director. 
Oh no, absolutely. Um, but uh, but yeah, he wouldn't wear pants on set, so they they're like, you got to shoot me from here up. I mean, and to then, be fair, Sean Connery did that too, and and did he in uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? Really? When they were out in the desert, he wouldn't wear pants, so they had to shoot him from the waist up. Oh, but he's still wearing shorts. Well, I don't. I don't know what he was wearing, but like Brando was he, like he wasn't in costume from the waist down. Well, <laughs> I mean, Brando was weird. I mean, Brando was weird. He, but he, uh, he was in that Michael Jackson video. Paid a million dollars to be in a Michael Jackson video. Which Michael Jackson video? Um, Rock My World. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. So like Chris, Chris, not Chris Rock, uh, Chris. Uh, Um, Chris from Friday. Tucker? From Friday. Thank you. Chris Tucker was in that music video along with Brando and like a few other people. It's a hot music video. Good one. It, it's not like Michael Jackson's top, you know. But oh, it's one of those 13 minute long things. Y- yeah, it is a film. It is a film. A 13 minute long thing. I wonder if that will ever happen. If the Academy Awards will ever go, you know what? Best short film, Michael Jackson's blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I definitely think like, like Michael Jackson wasn't taken seriously as an actor. So he made his own shit and made these epic music videos and stuff. And I don't think it's as appreciated as it should be. I think it's definitely like looked over at times. You know, whatever your opinion of Michael Jackson is, like, yeah. Oh, it's got that creepy guy that was in like the bad guy in all like the eighties and nineties films. The Goonies was that guy from the Goonies? Goonies. Yeah, the the Goonies is a movie from Richard Donner. Yes, I know what the Goonies is. Nineteen eighty-six. It's the guy hanging out with Michael Madsen. Oh yeah. With like the longer, the longish hair. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely don't know his name. I mean, I will say, I think the greatest music video, long form music video thing that they ever did was the, um, did you ever see the beastie boys one where it was Elijah Wood and Seth Rogen? Um, Oh yeah. But it was only part one. Never got to part two. But I mean, as far as like music videos that, that go to the extreme, I think that is probably my favorite. Well, thrillers. I don't. I think oh. arguably the best, best of all time. Hmm. Because I don't. I don't. Nothing. They weren't done before then. No, it definitely started a genre. But I mean, as far as like getting a bunch of cameos and like making an interesting looking film and stuff, I think the Beastie Boys one is my favorite. So if you like that video, yeah, you like cameos, yeah, um, you you like an older IP, you know, that kind of makes it feel like it's of that thing. Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers is currently oh, on Disney Plus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead, keep going. No, I'm just dig I'm that just hole. Wrap. Go ahead. I'm just wrapping it right back around. Mm. Just putting a bow on it. A bow on the episode. <laughs> Sweet. 
Oh, come on. It was a good... You didn't... Come on. It was... I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, I'm sorry. What, are you still here? Oh. Will you please talk to me from... <laughs> again? <laughs> how How is John doing? Uh, I don't know. I haven't heard from him. Oh. He's... The last that I heard, he was spending Easter at, in Paris because... Easter? Yes, that was the last time I heard from him. Like a month ago? Yeah, he's been busy. I'm. He's busy now. Like the reason he went, he went to Europe. Um, he showed up for work, and like they were far behind, and so they didn't have anything for them to do. So his team was like, "What should we do?" And they said, "Let's go to Paris," and jumped on a plane and went to Paris. And so he did a bunch huh. of that stuff. Um, you know. So what? Um, well, how long is he gone? He's gone through at least June. No, that's fine. We talked okay. about it on the show. Um, he's okay. gone through at least June. Um, and be, he'll be back, I think, after Fourth of July, because of the way that everything shakes down or whatever. So they have to put up with me for at least three mm. or four more weeks, unless another month at least. I'm I mean, so sorry, everybody. I mean, it depends on how oh. much you want to do it. I mean, I know you're busy. Uh, I, I'm, you're busy, dude. dude. You're the person who keeps going. I'm busy. I can't do it today. Look well, at me. My name's Chris. Yeah. Well, I mean, work gets a little much sometimes, but yeah, you know. I got you. I'm trying to be as flexible as I can. I know, man. and I appreciate that. It's just like right. like the days where you're like, "Hey, I can do it this day." I like yeah. work explodes, and I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna have to work late." Just to yeah, get yeah. just to get ahead of everything. So I mean, it's 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 hard to predict, like the workflow, and you have yeah, like yeah. seventeen jobs. So like, I I literally have seven jobs. You're like a I bohemian, uh, 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 a dude from the Bahamas, like a cab driver. Mm-hmm. If you can do it on like Wednesday mornings, that'd be great. <laughs> Between so, one a.m. Uh, and four. <laughs> Do you, uh, so we, we had a friend pass away from church okay. and he was in his eighties. Uh-huh. And so we were, uh, it was a very close friend of John's, uh, my brother. And so John has funny, quixotic ways of kind of dealing with the information and whatnot. You know, he cried a little bit, but for the most part hung in there and was asked to be a pallbearer at this gentleman's funeral. So Tuesday, last Tuesday, we were, you know, we were the pallbearer and there were eight of us and it was a gigantic, I found out later, a steel coffin. Ooh. Right. So uh, the clay weighed probably between 120 and 140 pounds when he passed away because he, okay. you know, he was a six-foot-two guy, but he just you know, lost all the weight. And so John and I, as part of a respite for uh, my parents, you know, uh, he and I cook on Wednesdays. So we went to the fish market, went to the liquor store because we we're making bananas foster, needed just a little bit of spiced rum. And we did all this, we got all this stuff together, came back to the house. It was like, oh, I'm just tired. You know, I had to carry all that heavy stuff yesterday. And I go, John, that heavy stuff was, was clay. So it was, it was your friend. <laughs> so wow. that is, that is how John framed that in mind. Just a, a funny, wow. funny story. The, the things I found funny. <laughs> got tired from carrying all that heavy stuff yesterday and 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 
there's also somebody that we knew that got hit by a drunk driver as a pedicab driver. Um, so, yeah. Which he was got, uh, kind of out of nowhere. Uh, funny thing to that, Chris, is that uh, so uh, hit by a 22-year-old kid who was drunk and going 60 miles in a 25-mile-an-hour zone, uh, rear-ended a friend of ours from our old job, and that kid is my next-door neighbor. No shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You throw rocks at his car now? You hurt no, my friend, motherfucker? No, because, well, I mean, because there are friends, too. You know, the family is a nice family, but, I've, you know... I mean, he ran, he walked, he walked away from the scene. So yeah. And, and our friend is in the ICU still, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's still in a medically induced coma. That's fucked up. So, so yeah. Yeah. So that is the weirdest thing. Cause I was like looking online and I was going to say, I was like looking him up and then I was looking his dad up and I was going to send him, uh, our friends, uh, uh, th- can you put a link in the thing for the, that or no? No, there is no link thing. Okay, well then, <laughs> I don't know what. Get a link in the description. Click like. It's and not subscribe. fucking YouTube, dude. Uh, I don't know where we are. <laughs> I'm looking at your face right now. I assume we're on TV. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, for you listeners at home, he's flicking me off with both hands. Um, I don't know why I'm snap smacking my mouth so much. I'm sorry. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so I was going to send him, his father, the link for the Patreon, or not Patreon, oh my God, um, the link for his GoFundMe. And uh, I, <laughs> I was looking and I was like, I was like, let me bow to better judgment without doing this. So I, you know, I reached out to my, my mom and I'm like, should I do this, mom? And she's like, who is that again? And then she repeated the name. She's like, yeah, don't do that. We're friends with him. So. But I do know that his great aunt gave a few hundred dollars at least. I mean, it it was truly like nice to see that his GoFundMe was like fully funded in like a Within couple of days, three days. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that that made me feel good that like you know at yeah. least he's going to be taken care of or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's fucked up, man. Minding your own business yeah. at your job and you get run down by a kid. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. So that well, that that kid's life is going to be changed forever. So I don't wish both lives uh, are changed so, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't wish either of those situations on anybody. So, uh, you know, I've 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 been drunk and leapt out of a moving car before. I do not recommend it. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait! Um, tell this story. <laughs> okay, this is the last story I'm tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I. I'm hot-headed, Chris. I don't know if you knew this that I get angry. No. Yeah. Um, so I was at karaoke and we were all drinking and uh, my we were so like I was like I'm gonna go home. So I'm like I don't want to be here anymore. So I'm gonna go. So I walked down the street and uh, Joe, whom you know, was there and a few other friends that we know was there. So I had walked like three blocks four blocks down just drunkenly stumbling home and I was like I gotta pee so like I couldn't get myself out fast enough so I peed on myself Nice. and uh, uh, almost I, I think most of it got out so then I'm peeing on the street 
And then uh, I, I fixed myself back up and uh, Joe drives by. He's like, hey, uh, Brandon, why don't you uh, come come back with me? And I'm like, uh, oh, fine. So I go and then like I, another friend drives my girlfriend and I home because we're too drunk to drive, obviously. And so I'm in the front seat, the front passenger seat. Girlfriend's in the uh, girlfriend at the time is in the back seat, and God love that girl, you know. I, you know, we didn't get along for a long, long time, but she put up with a lot of shit that nobody else would. So, <laughs> um, so she, she goes blah blah blah. If you weren't, you know, if you weren't being so angry all the time or something like that, whatever it was, and so I go, shut up, and she's like, well, you're being angry, and I'm like, say it one more time, and I'm gonna jump out of this car. And so she's like, you won't do it. And so I open the door and I look down at the road. I'm like, that's going very, very fast. And so they're like, Brandon, get in the car. So I close the door real quick and I'm like, okay, cool. cool. And she's like, see, I told you wouldn't do it. So I'm like, fuck it, let's go. So I opened the door and I leapt out of the car and I rolled. (laughs) (laughs) And so they, they slam on brakes and then she runs out after me and I'm like, I am so sorry for yelling at you. <laughs> and I'm, she's like, I'm so sorry that I said all that stupid stuff. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And this hurts very, very badly. <laughs> so please take me home. So they took me home and put me to bed. And the next morning I remember like waking up and being like, I feel like I get hit. By, oh, I got hit by the road. <laughs> and I got hit by the road. That, so. that reminds me of, did you ever hear the story that Paul Rudd told about the blind date? went on a blind double date and he was driving home and like it just wasn't clicking with the girl and he's in a jeep and so he's driving the girls next to him his buddies behind him and the other girls behind the other girl and for some reason he thought it would be funny to jump out of the jeep and run alongside and jump back in except he jumped out of the jeep and fell and like couldn't get back up and the jeep just kept on going and like they're screaming and like (laughs) trying to get the jeep stopped and stuff and then he like jogs back up to the side (laughs) like hey guys (laughs) i think he told it on Uh, um on graham norton so it's uh, it's on youtube it's a it's a funny story god i just so many stupid things that we do when we drink i wouldn't know so well yet Mm, okay. Yeah. No, you can always drink without getting drunk, which um, is, you know, recommended. I'm almost pretty 50, much don't. So I don't know. Hey, for your bicentennial, I don't know what bicentennial means, um, but you can um, do it then. Okay. You can do it when for your fiftieth. There you go. I'm so stupid. All right. I'm well, so stupid. That seems like a good place to stop. <laughs> <laughs> My stupidity. Yep. Okay. Yep, you'll have to come back and uh and and uh redeem yourself. I I with other stupidity stories. Yeah, sure. It's just stupidity stories. My God. I promise. Guys, I speak English. So okay. how do they get a hold of us to write and their drunken mayhem story? All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with you us, love them. you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. I'm Brandon. Have and a good sorry. Week. Oh, Jesus. Have a good week. No? Nothing? What? I don't know. You looked like you were going to say something. <laughs>
No, I, I'm so sorry. 